This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. So much is happening in the world of AI news. It's hard to keep track of it all and to talk about what actually matters. So that's what we're going to be doing today, recapping the news that actually matters to you for January 15th, 2024. We're going to be talking about a little bit of everything from the Bill Gates and Sam Altman interview to uh, Apple kind of shuttering their AI team. We're going to be covering just about everything to keep you updated for the week with what you need to know. All right. Thanks for joining us. My name is Jordan Wilson, and I am the host of Everyday AI. Everyday AI, It's it, this is for you, y'all. This is your daily live stream podcast and free daily newsletter, helping everyday people like you and me not just learn what's going on in the world of artificial intelligence, gen AI, but how we can all actually leverage it to grow our companies and to grow our careers. So uh, thank you for joining today. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you as always. Make sure to check out your show notes. There's a ton of other uh, good resources in there, as well as there's always a little secret in there. We hide it at the bottom. Uh, so make sure to check that out. If you're joining us on the live stream, uh, thank you for that as well. Thank you for joining. Uh, let me know, is it as cold as uh, it is here where you are? I'm in Chicago. I'm freezing. I'm freezing. Um, it's in the negatives here. So that's no fun. So hopefully you're staying warmer uh, than I am. You know, if you're joining from the Mississippi Gulf Coast here, like Brian Parton, you're probably a little warmer uh, than myself in Chicago. So uh, thank you, everyone uh, who's joining our live stream. Megan saying good morning. Uh, Liz, uh, Douglas, everyone, happy Monday. Thank you for joining us. So this is a little bit of a new segment talking about the AI news that matters. Uh, So we just started this in 2024. So every Monday, we're going to be doing this. So maybe you don't have time to listen to a podcast every single day, but you want to keep up with what's going on and you want to understand you know, how all this maybe impacts your company or your career. So Monday is the day to do that. But also come join the live stream. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so every Monday, we're going to be doing this. And then every Tuesday, uh, I think we've kind of talked about this, but we're making Hot Take Tuesday a thing. Uh, so I'll uh, announce at the end of this show what we're tackling tomorrow. But uh, let's, yeah, 40, 42 degrees where, where Brian is sounds a lot better than the minus uh, whatever, minus uh, degrees we are here in Chicago. So uh, make sure if you haven't already, please go to youreverydayai.com, sign up for the free daily newsletter. Y'all like, yes, it is actually written by me, a human uh, writing this, right? So uh, I tell people like, the podcast has become very popular, especially on Spotify. So thank you all for the support. But the newsletter is amazing, y'all. Like if you haven't signed up for it, go do it. Like we're the only company out there, literally, that does this every single day that has usually a guest on the show, a live show, bringing you fresh live content. And then that writes about it, right? Every other AI newsletter out there, sorry, they're all copy paste. They're all, you know, GPT. Most of them are GPT written, doing literally the exact same thing. So make you make sure you check out our newsletter for actual insights. All right. Into, you know, the guests that we bring on the show as well as on, on the website, y'all, we have now about 180, uh, backlogs of episodes. So you can learn about anything, whether you want to learn about AI and sales, AI marketing, whatever it is, as well as now 180 backlog of newsletters you can go read. All right. So let me take a sip of my water. Mm. There we go. Water hitting the lips. Let's talk about the AI news that matters. So did y'all see this? 
Did y'all see the, uh, I'm sure you did, you know, if you've been on social media, but uh, Bill Gates released late last week uh, his interview, his conversation with Sam Altman. So there were a lot of things in this interview. So I, uh, I checked it out when it first came out, but I actually listened to the full thing last night, you know, in preparation for this show. We always prepare for the show, uh, but there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of hidden gems in there, I'd say. Uh, first of all, let's just go ahead. Let's, let's hit the, um, let's hit the high notes here. All right. Of, of what this interview was and what it was not. Because if, if like me, you were on social media at all over the weekend, I always open Twitter, you know, a couple times a day just to see what's going on in AI news, right? That, cause everything breaks so quickly, but you know, GPT-5 was trending and I'm like, why is GPT-5 trending? Uh, and, and people think that this whole interview was about GPT-5, OpenAI's next large language model. It was not, all right? GPT-5 was not specifically mentioned when talking about, you know, these future features. All right, so let's just put that out there. You know, yes, uh, you, you know, Bill Gates and Sam Altman were talking a little bit about the future of the GPT technology, but they were not specifically talking, hey, these are things inside of GPT-5. So let's just put that out there. Of course, OpenAI could release that at any minute, or it could be another, you know, months. Um, obviously, their their GPT-4 model now has been out for more than a year, uh, but it's still leading the pack, right? Google Gemini released their new, or, or sorry, uh, Google released their new uh, Gemini Pro model that's now powering Google Bard, and GPT-4 is outperforming it still. So uh, I don't fully understand why every time Sam Altman speaks about anything, people, you know, are saying, oh, this is GPT-5, it's coming. It's not. Well, it could be, but this isn't what the interview was about. So let's let's tackle a little bit more on what was actually in this interview if you didn't get to check it out. Okay, so uh, Sam Altman really talked about future models having an increased uh, reasoning ability and reliability in future models. So he kind of talked like, hey, you know, kind of this one in 10,000 concept, you can go and listen to it. But he did say that future models are going to be much more reliable and specifically with reasoning, which is great. You know, it, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of cool to hear this candid conversation and Sam just kind of saying like, Hey, right now, uh, chat GPT is not great at reasoning, right? Which is what I'm sure many people out there uh, have experienced if you use it all. Um, so reasoning seems to be a big uh, piece moving forward. Uh, also it's talking about how fast, right? Uh, both of them were talking about how fast this technology is, uh, especially compared to past technological uh, innovations and just how this cycle of, you know, generative AI is is breakneck speeds. And, you know, I talk about that on the show all the time because I don't think, especially business leaders that are in their, you know, 40s, 50s, maybe 60s, the business leaders who say, ah, we've been here before, you know, we've been here with the internet or we've been here with, you know, web 2.0. No. That's wrong, right? It's one of the, honestly, it's one of the reasons why I started Everyday AI because I don't think people understand uh, because we have been through, right? Myself, I'm uh, oh, I'm vomiting in my mouth saying that I'm, uh, you know, two years out from 40, but I've, so I've, I've lived through the, you know, the 
introduction of the internet and kind of what that meant to society. You know, I was a journalist, so I got to experience firsthand what the internet meant as it kind of, you know, started squashing newspapers. But this is nothing, right? The GPT technology, large language models, generative AI is absolutely nothing like any technological innovation that we've ever seen. So you can't really compare it to, you know, oh, this is like the the PC or this is like the internet or this is like, you know, social media. No, it's nothing like that. So uh, it was it was pretty interesting to hear uh, Bill Gates and Sam Altman talk about um, that this isn't really like anything we've ever seen. So if that is your mindset, you should just go go listen to the rest of this interview. Also, uh, talking about robotics improvements, right? They actually spent a decent amount of time talking about that, which I was personally uh, surprised by, uh, considering that right now, yes, OpenAI has investments in robotics company, but they don't actually have a robotics arm anymore. Uh, so uh, the three areas that, that uh, Sam Altman talked about, for kind of the greatest impact in the near future for the GPT technology were coding, so uh, coding, uh, healthcare, and education. Also, something that I didn't see anyone else talking about, and I'm like, why? <laughs> right? Why am I the only one that that heard this piece? Um, you, you know, and hey, if, if if you're tuning in live, let me know if if this piece you know caught your ear if, if you did listen to the interview. But Sam Altman and, and Bill Gates were talking about, you know, Sam kind of did this, you know, worldwide tour, right? He went all over the place, talked to, you know, important people, everyday people all over the world, but uh, especially uh, especially heads of states um, in other countries, just kind of talking about uh, the, the future of gen AI, uh, large language models, et cetera. But Sam Altman said that he had personally gotten worldwide support from heads of state, nearly unanimous worldwide support from heads of states for submitting future extremely powerful large language models to government leaders for approval in the same way that they do with international weapons inspectors. So when he talked about extremely powerful large language models and that we weren't even there yet um, and having to clear these with worldwide leaders in the same way that they do with international weapons, right? With weapons of mass destruction, you know, that had to get you thinking. That had to get you thinking a little bit. Right. Yes, they they talked about also, um, you know, AGI and you know, OpenAI's you know kind of goal there. But I didn't really hear anything new, technically or or noteworthy that hasn't been talked about uh, many times. But that was something that really caught my eye. Um, so yeah, did I'm I'm wondering if if anyone else, uh, you, you know, out there listening, um, hey, this is Jordan, the host of. Everyday AI. I've spent more than a thousand hours inside ChatGPT and I'm sharing all of my secrets in our free Prime Prompt Polish ChatGPT course that's only available to loyal listeners like you. Here's what Lindy, who works as an educational consultant, said about the PPP course. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting the results from ChatGPT that I needed and wanted. And after taking the PPP course, I now realize that I was not priming correctly. So, I will be heading back into ChatGPT right now to practice my priming, prompting, and polishing. Everyone's prompting wrong, and the PPP course fixes that. If you want access, go to podppp.com. Again, that's podppp.com. Sign up for the free course and start putting ChatGPT to work for you. Was kind of concerned with that. That caught me off guard a little bit. 
All right, so uh, let's let's keep this thing moving. Uh, so another piece of AI news that matters this week is Apple is kind of shuttering its AI team in San Diego. So this is another one I'm going to maybe clear up a little bit, just like you know everyone with the Bill Gates and Sam Altman interviews said, oh, this interview means GPT-5 is coming. No, it doesn't. Uh, this news story that just broke about Apple shutting down its 121-person AI team in San Diego People are saying, oh, this means that Apple is not invested in AI. No, that's absolutely not what it means. So here's here's what actually happened in this story is Apple is only asking their team to relocate to Texas. They're bringing uh, this AI team um, from different areas uh, all in, and they want them all kind of uh, in Texas. So I don't think this is a signal. Obviously, Apple is abandoning AI. They're mainly just asking all of these team members to locate, but that's not what's uh, grabbing the headlines, right? What's grabbing the headlines is you see that Apple is quote unquote shutting down or shuttering this 121 person AI team. Not the case. It does look like that many of these employees may not relocate. So they may end up in theory losing their jobs, but Apple is still, and I've said this multiple times, we haven't even talked about things like uh, what is it? Apple Ferret, right? Their uh, kind of open source model that uh, is not really leaked, but they didn't really announce it, but it's out there. We'll talk about that on some other show. But Apple is still, I think, the biggest name that you have to look out for when it comes to generative AI and large language models, right? Uh, the big speculation is Apple's next iPhone may have that on-device uh, AI. You know, we kind of talked about on-device AI last week or, you know, edge AI as it's, you know, sometimes referred to. Apple's still a leader. They are, right? When they have billions with an S, billions of devices out there, they have an advantage that no one else in the generative AI scene has. So trust me, don't, don't read this headline and think, oh, Apple's you know, even further out of the AI race. Just because they don't have you know, their uh, Apple Ajax, you know, reportedly the Apple Ajax model or Apple GPT, whatever, you know, rumor you want to believe what it's going to be called, just because that's not out yet, or Apple hasn't officially announced anything AI related, they're not out. They are still, I think, ultimately going to be the leader in this space. Yes, Microsoft did just leapfrog uh, Apple in terms of market cap. So theoretically, you know, Microsoft is now leading you know, these, these mega cap companies in terms of the most valuable companies uh, in the United States. I don't think Apple's worried. Apple has always been the best at playing the long game. So don't look at this headline and think that that means that Apple is not investing in AI. All right. Robotics. But actually, I'd love to hear from our live stream audience too. What questions do you have about this? Or I want to hear your insights too, right? Even if you're listening on the podcast, I, I literally put uh, the email uh, in there and, and, you know, responding to emails as I can. So, you know, email me your thoughts as well, but uh, 1X Robotics. So, so many of these things, you know, we either, you know, we're tucked in our newsletter or maybe we mention them live on the podcast. Some of these uh, news items that we're talking about, news that matters today are kind of new, but this one was not. We covered this last week, but I want to talk about what this means. All right. So, one uh, X is the robotic company, and last week we talked about their latest um, fundraising round, which was was a hundred million dollars that they raised. So, One X One X Technology just received this huge amount of funding, and they're aiming to bring their humanoid robot Neo into the market to assist with labor demands. So, if you haven't checked out 
One X Robotics. There's obviously a lot of different, you know, robotics companies out there. You know, Boston. Uh, what is it? Boston Dynamics, right? Um, you know, uh, Tesla has their uh, kind of uh, robotics company. But One X is is pretty impressive, right? Um, and they have a large investment from OpenAI as well. So um, here's here's why I think that you should be keeping an eye. And well, number one, oh, let's see. Oh, not all my graphics uh, went over here, but they are having an event. In, uh, what is it? January, January 24th, 25th. So they are inviting, uh, they are inviting one, uh, one X robotics is, uh, in about a week and a half here, the leading experts in the world, the leading engineers, the leading robotics experts, uh, to a live event where people for the first time that I think from the public are going to be able to see, uh, this, this Neo robot and some of the other technologies that one X has been working on. Uh, so Expect to see some big news and some people probably being shocked if I'm telling you, telling you the truth. Because if you haven't been checking out the new advancements in uh, robotics, especially now with, you know, um, you know, kind of how they're even sometimes incorporating large language models uh, to better communicate with these uh, robots, these human, very human-like robots. It's extremely impressive and a little nerving if I'm telling you all the truth. All right. Our next piece of AI news that matters is the AI recap at CES. So uh, CES was last week. It wrapped up on Friday. So AI was literally the talk of all CES and even sometimes when it wasn't needed, right? Uh, it, it seemed like so many products uh, such as, you know, Pets Companions powered by ChatGPT. So many products were just throwing AI into hardware that maybe necessarily didn't need them. So uh, to recap, AI, yes, was all the talk at the Consumers Electronics Show, which is the biggest show in tech. It literally sets the pace for what happens in the world of technology for the year. So the show wrapped up last uh, late last week in Vegas. And yes, integrating AI into hardware was all of the talk. So, you know, from AI powered, you know, refrigerators, which we talked about on the show, to the, uh, the, the device uh, Rabbits R1, which is a hardware device, yeah, not an app, but uh, literally a, a hardware device that uses what they're calling uh, large action models uh, to be able to replicate tasks that, you know, humans do maybe on their smartphones. But everything, everything was AI, you know, mirrors that tell you your mood. Uh, but yeah, so make sure uh, we'll, we'll have a nice high level recap in the newsletter as well, as well as uh, what I thought was one of the, the more visually fascinating things is kind of these uh, AI powered holograms, right? Uh, so you could go into a booth here, uh, kind of showing this on the screen for the for the uh, live stream audience. But you could go into a, a booth, and it would pretty much recreate uh, a three dimensional uh, hologram, AI powered, like pretty much live in real time. And that was pretty impressive visually. Of all the different, you know, I looked at the, uh, you know, someone came out with a list of the top, you know, thirty you know, AI products at CES, I would say that one was the one, at least to me, that looked the most impressive and maybe had, you know, practical use cases because, you know, we think there is still this, this flux, right. Of, of what, what is the future of work? You know, there's still companies obviously wrestling with, you know, the hybrid versus, you know, remote versus in-person. So I don't know, will we see in the, you know, near future holograms, you, you know, big companies using these, uh, in lieu of, you know, your Zoom calls now. Uh, I don't know, but the technology is definitely catching up and looks pretty impressive. All right. This one is only hours old and not necessarily good news, 
but we're recapping it anyways. So a new IMF study warns that the rise of AI could impact nearly 40% of jobs globally. Yeah, globally. So the International Monetary Fund uh, in a study just released warned that almost 40% of jobs globally could be affected by AI with advanced economies actually being the ones most at risk. So uh, the study, according to the study, they're saying AI is expected to worsen overall inequality and uh, urging, they're urging policymakers to take proactive measures to prevent social tensions, right? We don't talk about it a lot on this show about AI and job loss, which is weird, right? Considering that we're a daily uh, AI live stream, a daily AI podcast. We don't talk about it, you know, every single day. We maybe mention it, you know, once or twice a week, just kind of the impacts of job displacement. I mean, one of the reasons is, in all honesty, I want this, I want everyday AI to be an optimistic community, right? Uh, I, I want this to be a place where we can all, you know, really just learn and leverage generative AI. And I don't want us to be, you know, this this pessimistic place where we're always talking about job loss. But that, I mean, that's the reality, right? The very first episode of of everyday AI was talking about will AI take your job? And I said yes, absolutely. AI is going to take away many more jobs than it will replace. That's the reality, right? And that's one of the reasons why I started Everyday AI. So if you are listening daily, reading our newsletter, attending our courses, joining our community that we're going to be launching soon, there's a little secret for you. Um, so let me know if you want access to that community. But the whole point is we want Everyday AI, our group, to not be the ones that are impacted. But the reality is the vast majority of jobs are going to be impacted by AI. You know, uh, go go read this uh, study in the uh, in the newsletter today. We'll make sure to link it. But uh, another thing, the, the IMG, the IMF chief warned that the effects are expected to be more profound in advanced economies, particular for white collar workers. Right. So I think everyone just had this, especially when Gen AI came out. You know, they said, ah, you know, this is maybe just lower level workers. No. This, you know, the, where this is truly going to have an impact is advanced economies like the U.S. and white collar workers, right? That's the reality. All right. So here we go. The next and last piece of news that matters for today is OpenAI's GPT store was released. We've talked about it a couple times on the show already, but this actually had did happen in the last week, even though it seems like it happened months ago now. Uh, so we actually uh, had Nancy Bain on the show on Thursday, kind of walking us through, uh, which great timing, by the way. We had that show planned. We didn't know when the GPT store was going to be announced, and it was announced just hours before that, that live show. But we kind of talked about different ways to walk through um, how to create and configure a custom GPT bot. So uh, if, if, if you don't know what the OpenAI's uh, Open GPT store is, it's live. Uh, I actually, uh, FYI, and I'm gonna talk about this tomorrow, I created a little bit better version of it, if I'm being honest, just of the directory side. So reach out to me and uh, I'll send you access to that if you want. But the OpenAI store, or OpenAI's GPT store, it's really set uh, kind of how they're positioning it and how a lot of uh, experts are are talking about it, like myself included, I have extremely high expectations for what the GPT store means for the future of work. 
So similarly now how with a smart with your smartphone, right? So many times in your head, you're thinking whether it's personally or professionally, or, you know, if you think of SaaS, you know, software as a service, you know, when, when you're trying to uh, do something in work a lot of times, or if you're trying to do something personally, you search, you say, oh, is there an app to help me, you know, uh, share my itinerary with friends? Or is there an app that helps me, you know, better, you know, manage my finances, right? Like you don't even think anymore of like, oh, if I need to manage my finances, maybe I just need to do a better job of, you know, uh, writing it down on paper or doing a better job tracking it in a spreadsheet. No, everyone thinks what app is the best to use. The same thing, right? Like if you're uh, in sales, maybe you're like, okay, what is the the next SaaS? What SaaS should I be using? You know, what's what's the best uh, integration with our, C, with our CRM to, you know, track customer movement through our sales pipeline, right? Like everything is software. Everything is apps right now, right? I think for a lot of things personally and professionally. So I think the GPT store, I think very soon is going to start changing that narrative. We're not going to be using, I don't think, apps and softwares at this time next year. I don't think we're going to be using as much uh, software or as many apps as we do for these daily tasks. I think we're going to be using GPTs, right? That's the reality. The, the GPT store actually makes it extremely easy to make your own GPT. Doesn't mean it's good, but you can make a working, functioning GPT in a couple of minutes, all right? That does, again, let, let me warn you, and we're going to talk about this a little bit tomorrow, uh, but doesn't mean you should, right? You really do need practice. A good, uh, <laughs> a good GPT that, function well, that functions well takes countless hours, right? But it is so easy that anyone out there, right? If you have a chat GPT plus account, you can go in there and make a functioning GPT in a matter of minutes. All right. Also, another piece of news there is OpenAI did release their Teams feature, which if I'm being honest, that was, there was actually three things that they announced all in the same day. So they announced the GPT store, they announced the Teams feature, and they announced, it was kind of a leak, but a confirmed leak that ChatGPT will be remembering information across different conversations. So I don't believe that last piece is live across all accounts. Normally, you get a message that tells you when your account kind of gets access to that. A lot of people have. I have not. So that's not a public. I don't believe it's it's a publicly available rollout. But the first two are the GPT store is obviously live. And then let's talk real quick about uh, chat GPT teams. That was also announced and it's live as well. Uh, you know, our team immediately uh upgraded, but uh, what chat GPT do, uh, teams does, there's essentially, I think, three important things. It allows you to more easily collaborate with your team. Uh, that's number one. Number two is data, right? Uh, there is finally the option. Again, I, I, I'm waiting for more information about this because there's not a lot of information out yet, but uh, it does allow you to uh, kind of opt out of sharing uh, your, your training data with OpenAI, uh, which is huge, right? So uh, Teams is open. You have to have between, I think it's two and 149 licenses to use ChatGPT Teams, but the ability to kind of not uh, share any data with OpenAI was obviously one of the main reasons that so many companies didn't jump on ChatGPT to begin with. Obviously, the ChatGPT enterprise, uh, you, you know, product is is really for those those huge teams. But uh, it, I think three really big announcements from Open uh, from OpenAI. So that is it, y'all. That is 
the news that matters for the week of, what is it? January 15th, mid-January 2024. Wow, can't believe it. All right, so uh, I hope this was a helpful recap. And if it was, please go to youreverydayai.com. Sign up for that free daily newsletter. We're gonna be recapping all of this. So maybe you're you're listening in the car or, man, I love I love when people say, you know, hey, I listen to you when I'm, when I'm running or, you know, we listen to the show when I'm, you know, out grocery shopping. Let me know. Where do you listen to the show? It's always, it's always fun to hear that from people. But uh, tomorrow, hot take Tuesday, y'all. Because here's the thing. If y'all listen to the show at all, or if you've, you've, you've come to, you know, kind of, kind of know me a little bit, you know, I'm a big fan of OpenAI. I'm a big fan of Microsoft. I'm a big fan of ChatGPT. But they got a lot wrong with the GPT store. A lot, right? And I think for the first time, Maybe ever, I'm going to really, I don't want to give too much away. Let's just say they got a lot wrong, <laughs> a lot wrong. So we're going to be going over that tomorrow. So if you are interested into in the GPT store, if you want to know a little bit more about how it works, or if you just want to know what they got wrong, and we're going to help fix it. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for our show on Hot Take Tuesday. So that's it, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Again, please go to youreverydayai.com. Sign up for the free daily newsletter. And we'll see you back tomorrow and every day for more Everyday AI. Thanks, y'all. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.